Welcome to the Top Gear Magazine podcast, a peek behind the curtain of what it's really like to drive other people's cars for a living. These are the stories behind the stories. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm Jack Ricks, joined today by Rowan Horncastle. Hello. And Ollie Marriage. Hey, Jack. Ollie Q is gallivanting somewhere in Los um, Angeles. Yeah. I think. Top secret, I can't tell you. Northern about California. That. You can go hunting and thinking about that, dear viewer, of where he could be. Oh. <laughs> but he's all under embargo and very secretive, but it's very cool. Okay. Coming soon. But if you pay us enough, we'll tell you. Um, so, what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about, or try and stay on the topic of the new Renault 5. You've probably heard about this one. I've actually been to Paris to see the new car. I've interviewed the design boss. I drove the original Renault 5. To, well, actually, I attempted to drive the original Renault 5 to Paris. It didn't really work out very well. We'll talk about that as well. Um, and also um, a little bit on the future of the hot hatch, sort of electric super mini hot hatches. There's a whole load of them that are coming that are really quite exciting. Before we get into that, though, a um, bit of housekeeping. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends, leave a review. And uh, here's an idea that we definitely didn't just come up with two minutes ago. We want to do a Q&A pod. We want you, dear listener, to get to know us a little bit better. Because no one's done a Q&A pod before. This has got to be this groundbreaking content that we're doing here. <laughs> this is it. I, I, it's what you do when you run out of ideas, isn't it? <laughs> why, why don't you come up with some ideas for yeah. us? We're bored of coming up with <laughs> topics. Can you do it for us? Um, so, yeah, if you've got a question for me, for Rowan, for Ollie Marriage or for Ollie Q, then um, get in touch directly through any of Top Gear's uh, social channels. Uh, you can leave a comment if you're listening to this on Spotify, or you can review the pod and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts, or you can just um, email Rowan your Hotmail address. No, 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 no. We can't do that. <laughs> we, yeah, go through the socials, but also, you know, we we get around cars. We've been. It can be something new, old about mm. Top Gear, mm. car advice experiences that we may have had, anything you may want to know about how the industry works yep. or how it works here. Um, we're it happy can to be deeply, them. deeply personal, and we'll mm. just ignore that one. Yeah, we um, can't give any financial or medical <laughs> advice. That's what they've said. But <laughs> everything else, we're okay. But yeah, when we when we accumulate enough of those, then uh, we'll do a whole podcast on that, and that'll be quite good fun. Right, should we get on talking about what we're supposed to talk about, the Renault 5? No, no, no. French hatches. No, I've, I've been on holiday, so I've missed everything about the Renault 5. I'm actually quite looking forward to hearing what went on. <laughs> But I did return, um, and I saw this new Alpine Zagato. Now, Zagato, yeah, yeah. who does Zagato, like when you say Zagato, what manufacturer comes into your head? Aston Three, Martin. two, one, yeah. Aston. <laughs> yeah. Aston Martin. Yeah. It's got to be them or Alfa Romeo, really, hasn't it? But oh, Alfa, Alpine, yeah. I didn't tie those together. But then I, I was on Tokyo.com, and I saw here is an A110 body thing with two tails. You can make a low drag and high drag, mm. well, not high drag scenario, but a longer tail version. I thought, this is insane. It looks amazing. And then I remembered Ollie Marriage having a conversation with you a couple of months ago where you mentioned something about an Alpine having a rear ender that you could take off and make it a long tail. <laughs> yeah. I thought, get off the crack pipe, mate. You know, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but it's right, turned Ollie, out yeah. to happen. Yeah, yeah. Keep dreaming, it's, mate. So they've, got, they've done this thing. I think it's been done in sort of in conjunction with a Polish company who have come up with this idea of re recreating what was an Alpine A220 back in the late 60s, which had two different tails. So you get, they had a long tail version for Le Mans and had a short tail version for hill climbs. And this company has gone, right, we'll just do the same with an A110. Right, we'll need a, a coach builder to do us the bodywork for it. 
So <laughs> no one's barred. Go to Zagato and get them to do it. Yeah. So it's it's a very interesting. I think it's very pretty, but I never think Zagato's is, very pretty. Is it going to so. be road legal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I think you know, you pull up with your long tail because you want to you want to show off. You know, you're mm. drive, driving through the middle of town. You want to show off with your long. There's a parking space. Too small. Take the back end off. Put the short one on. <laughs> and you go. What do you do with it? Where do you yeah, yeah. Where's the long tail and the short tail be? Uh, I just sort of paddle it rack. to a lamppost. But I, I, I like this new. I thought it was just really different and just something quite cool. Not just the concept of it. I don't think that's too new because also with the new singer, can't you change the bodywork oh, on yeah, the back? Yeah, you can. The yes, DLST, you can. I think. Yeah, you can yeah, have you the can. little. The, you can have the, yeah, the duck tail, the duck tail, or the. Giant and they wing. go in flight cases, which you can take mm. with you. Uh, mm. yeah. But yeah, I was just thinking, what other cars would be cool to be able to just change your body weight? You can do it with motorbikes a lot, just put fairings on, take them off. I think it's quite mm. cool with cars to do it. Anyway. Yeah. Well, look, every manufacturer is looking for new ways to, you know, get money out of people's pockets and yeah. keep us interested rather than just adding another thousand horsepower, which is easy these days. Yeah. So yeah, interchangeable body I was, I was body a bit surprised that the early smart two, 4.2s, you could change all the body panels. Ah. You could be able, they were clip-on, clip-off plastic ones, mm. so you could buy secondary sets. I bet no one ever did. No. But you used to be able to do that. It was basically a very nice a good line idea. in the press release, wasn't it? It would be easily repairable yeah. and <laughs> customizable and other marketing yeah. words. But I think it's like, is it 650 grand for the, this? I think it is. I think it's silly money. And they're, I can't remember how they're building, about 20? 19. 19, 19 I think, is it? yeah. So one-off. Yeah. But the, um, yeah, it's, I just thought that was interesting. Anyway, back yeah. to the Renault. To be honest, the family. if I had 600, 650 grand, I'll tell you what I'd be buying. It's that new, um, it's the Cyan P1800. Oh, that Resto mod. mod. But they've done like a, they've done a GT version. So we yeah. drove it a while ago. Do you remember? Mm. It was the sort of the blue one. Very version. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Very stressful uh, day. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the, the alternator wasn't working. It didn't yeah. behave very well, but <laughs> it was an unbelievably cool car. They've now done a GT version with a bit more luxury, a mm. bit more road trip orientated. And they released this sort of, um, uh, this green on, green on gold wheels. I know it's like the ultimate Insta spec, but it does look very, very good. So yeah. that's where my 600 grand imaginary 600 grand would be going well we can buy lots of Renault 5 for 600 grand yes and I, I was away as I was saying I was <laughs> he's been practicing his sync lines hasn't Wee! he yes no but also I've been, I've been on holiday I'm refreshed and I'm raring to go but also while I was on holiday I had a beer in my hand when I got a text from you saying I've broken down yes because <laughs> so you had we... a, a green Renault 5 to yeah it was so um the new Renault 5 we've seen we saw the concept back in 2021 yeah. um uh, this is for people that don't know. So I've got a theory, all right, yeah. and it's playing out beautifully because if you're over the age of 35, then a Renault 5 had something, some part to play in your. You're youth. aware of it. Yeah, it was my first yeah. car. My first car. Oh, was a, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Renault I, 5. I never liked them. I was a 205 person. Well, that's a, but you yeah. were aware of them, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And I bet you, your, mainly the your GT Turbo, or your teacher, or your mate, or somebody mm. around you had one, yeah. right? But if you're under the age of 35, you Hello. can literally... <laughs> Hello! <laughs> oh, one representative. Token young yeah. person. Um, you, you get a blank face back. Mm. And I've been testing this theory. And yeah, everyone under the age of 35, they go, oh, you know the Renault 5? They're like, no. Well, no. I'm only one uh, year out and I've missed it. So ben, the yeah. producer, shaking his head. His name's Sam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sam, sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> Sam, the producer, shaking his head over there. How old are you, by the way? 29 you see yeah. not a clue that the <laughs> Renault 5 ever existed so yeah. for me it's um it's this kind of retro remake 
of my first car, basically. Very, very exciting. What age are they aiming at? Just out of interest. Well... Are they aiming at under 35-year-olds? Well, this, this is going to be tricky for it, them. This is the point. It has to operate on two levels, doesn't it? So it has to... There'll be the... The older generations that actually have the money to buy a new car mm. um, that will have their heartstrings being tugged at by all yeah. the retro vibes. And then it just has to appeal as a useful, um, affordable electric runabout for, for sort of younger mm. people. Um, so, yeah, it's and got these cool. kind of dual... And look cool. So Hold really, on a yeah. second. It's electric, isn't it? It yeah. is electric. So it's not going to be affordable for, you know, first-time buyers well, and... So it's going to be 35 grand to go no, with all the other 35. From 25 grand. Okay. Better. Pretty good, isn't it? Have you? Yeah. Have I you, mean, have you seen the rental crisis, the cost of living crisis? There's not many seventeen-year-olds with <laughs> no, twenty-five I, grand. Twenty-five grand, but then who who pays twenty-five grand cash for a car? You'll pay X amount a month. Yeah, um, on it. So the numbers on it are good. Like they, they they've done a really good job. Um, it will do. You got couple of batteries. Let's start with the new one and then we'll go back to my disaster of a journey in the old car. Right? Yeah. So you can choose between two two batteries, 53 kilowatt hours or 40 kilowatt hours, mm. 250 miles range on the big battery, about 185 miles range on the smaller battery. I thought you were going to say when you said two batteries there, I thought it was going to either take double A's or Twin triple tape. A's. Yeah, so we have to start <laughs> filling out with more. Well, it sort of does. Um, and then, yeah, I think 150 horsepower on the, the top range and then you can get a 120 horsepower version as well. So obviously okay. for 25 grand, you're going to get a smaller battery and less yeah, power. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and, that, and that's it really. It's, it's based off this new AMPR small platform. Blah, so it's blah, not blah, just blah. a Zoe... It's An not just Zoe a Zoe with a no, bit of a ramp up. No, it's a new platform. It's yeah. got multi-link rear suspension, Ollie. I know that's, Ooh, that will get that you. That floats my boat. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Wait, hold on a second. Yeah. Are we front-wheel drive or rear-wheel drive? Front-wheel drive. The Twingo always confused me. How is rear-wheel drive yeah. when it should be front-wheel drive, et cetera, et cetera. And then mm. with electric cars, with the XC40... You know, one model year's front-wheel drive, the other model's year's rear-wheel drive. It, Why they? can't we do that with, <laughs> with every car? That'd be fantastic. I'll have the rear-wheel drive, please. everyone. Well, this is the thing with electric cars. You just stick the motor on the other axle. But no, this is single-motor um, front axle. Um, so the concept we saw in 2021, um, really, really good-looking thing. It was Luca De Mayo who took over CEO of Renault 2020, sort of summer of 2020. Yeah. As the story goes, he was sort of being toured around the design studio and sort of scratching his head and thinking, hmm, how can I make some money? And there was a little concept car just, just sitting in the corner of the design studio um, that the design team had made on sort of spec because they thought this would be a good idea. And he just caught his eye, pointed it and went, that one. Yeah, that's what we need huh. to do. We need to do a retro. And it was five. done as a retro five design thing then, was it? Yeah. They even showed at a sort of preview event for the new Renault Five, they showed this original concept, which um sort of a few less creases looks a little bit different. But you can see they were heading in the they were heading in the direction of this kind of retro futuristic car. Yeah. Um and yeah, now he seems to be building the entire company strategy around it because you've got a uh, uh, this sort of reborn Renault 5 there's a reborn Renault 4 coming along I think we're going to see that later that this means year. more to me actually yeah 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 I, I, the Renault 4 is the car a mate of mine had one in a field and we cut holes in the tops of the arches and the idea was could you drive through the biggest muddiest puddles and get fountains of mud coming up through the through the arches we'll, well try well, there you go. we'll try that feature, with a new feature one. idea that's straight away we're going to absolutely <laughs> wait hold on so, so this like 4 is going to be more utilitarian a bit, like big, yeah, bigger think bit more like a sort of small 
SUV, so it's a bit more raised up. Ah, oh, the SUV. God, I haven't, oh, we haven't got one of those head. to buy. Yeah, that's Shuddering. Yeah. Uh, well, they did a concept. Do you remember the concept? But they did it as this stupid sort of over-the-top, rugged roof rack. Okay, um, yeah, wheel arches, yeah. knobbly tires kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So imagine that, but kind of toned down. Um, and, they're, and they're also looking at doing a, a Twingo, an electric Twingo, which is actually much more riffs off the original Twingo mm-hmm. rather than the more recent rear-wheel drive one that you were talking yeah. about. Right. Sounds like Renault are going to do what Fiat have done and just base everything around the 500 Fiat did, didn't they? And, and who, it has sort and of who, worked for And them. whose idea was, well, who drove through the, the, oh, the modern Fiat was 500? He, did Luca Di Meo used to be at... Luca. Oh. Luca Di Meo was... The man with the golden like, touch. He pops the, up, doesn't he? The cousin yeah. of Cinco Di Meo, the, the, the Mexican public holiday <laughs> in America. But, yeah. but, Luke, but at the same time, hasn't the, there's been the new Dacia Spring. That has, and we're all in the same family. Yeah. Are Renault going to use that and reskin that to make the cheaper Twingo? What's going to... No, I don't think so. I think that's, that's something entirely different. We actually saw the new Dacia Spring on the same event, and it's going to cost... Well, it depends where you read it. I was told well under 18 grand when yeah. it comes to the UK. Other outlets seem to have just gone all the way down to 16 grand it's going to start from. Either yeah. way, it's going to be cheap. It's going to be the UK's mm. cheapest electric car. You, yeah, you yeah. drove one. This is a I slightly one, kind yeah, of yeah. facelifted one. Yeah, it is. That's the only difference. I think mechanically it's the same. I described it as being like an old 2CV. Yeah. Because it was, it had that real, it had long travel, very lazy suspension, really soft, so proper body roll. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it's quite a hoop, but it's slow. It's got very little range. Yeah. But you sort of don't mind because it's got that sort of, sort of Gallic flair. Yeah. Yeah. Chestnut, but it's it's a laugh. It Have is a you laugh. ever done anything stupid in a two CV, like chopped it to bits and driven yeah. through a muddy field? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the feature ideas that are coming your way, Ollie. Like with all these, old... a load of Mad Max EVs that have yeah. been chopped together to go to Valhalla <laughs> in Newbury, somewhere yeah. like that. What a time to be alive! But no, it's. It, I think they've done a really, really good job. Not least because the t- the twenty twenty one concept looked great, and honestly, it is. It's probably the closest I've ever seen a production car to a concept car. Yeah. I had to get my phone out in the studio and I was sort of like playing spot the difference. And, you know, the wing mirrors are now a bit bigger as per regulations, proper um, door handles, bits and bobs like that. But honestly, overall, it's pretty much a concept I can't remember when the original concepts... It was when most shows were still a thing. Remember those? This is like pre-pandemic. Yeah. It must have been well, pre-pandemic. There's a, there's a Geneva Motor Show just around the corner where they're revealing the Renault 5. That's about, about it. it. I think there's a couple of Chinese <laughs> manufacturers that are popping in to say Because I remember... It's, it's, it'll be fun. I'm, I'm, you're going, aren't you? No, I'm not. Are oh, you not? No, oh, no, no. I no. think it'd be quite fun to go. But yeah. the... Um, no, but I just, is it a bit like an Ionic 5? Because I remember the old one being quite big. Where it looks... It's got all the... From afar, it's got the proportions and the styling of a small car. Then you get close to think, this is actually quite a large car. Is it the same with this no, new, new one? No, this is small. This is small. It's actually, um, in terms of size, uh, bigger than a Twingo, obvs, slightly smaller than a Clio. So, smaller than a Clio? Okay. Yeah. So it is, right. uh, the, but I, can, oh, I can give you actual numbers. The boot is... Someone paid attention. I know, I've been swatting <laughs> Go up. on. Well, go I on. had to write three features on this in, in the <laughs> latest magazine. I am currently the Renault 5 expert globally. Um, 330-litre boot, uh, which... So a Polo has like a 350-litre boot. Mm. So it's kind of kind of in that size yeah, yeah. range. Um, uh, my test is always me sitting in the back behind my driving position. 
I'm five foot eight. Yeah, that's so, a, two short people in the <laughs> yeah, car. It's not I a caveat. I say for small people like me, it's fine in the back. <laughs> <laughs> if you're any taller, got no idea. But what I did find was you're sitting in the back, absolutely fine. My feet wouldn't go under the, the, the seat seats. in front. And I reckon that's because you've got the battery. Under floor's the floor, quite so, high, that, so that yeah. raises up the floor. Mm. But then, you know, they want to keep it the proportions sort of similar mm. to the original car. You want to keep the, as a designer, you want to keep the roof as low as possible and the track as wide as possible. So I was yeah. there trying to shove my tootsies under the seat in front. <laughs> nice cigar. Uh, just on that point, here we go. Tangent alert. I, while I was on holiday on the beach, I read Elon Musk's new um, the biography on him, where mm. they there's a whole chapter on the model um, uh, on the S? model S, yeah. And the trouble they had with packaging for EVs and what he wanted, because he wanted it to look like an Aston Martin, mm. and then the battery packs and all. And it's absolutely mind blowing what they had to do and how how it's changed in ten years with electric cars of the packaging and where it can go. And going back to the Renault Five, yes, we've got the skateboard architecture that everyone's using, and we're meant to be in this era where design is meant to offer a lot more versatility. Mm. I'm starting to see everything look a bit too similar. Mm. And with this Renault 5, yes, I, I'm, I'm under 35. I don't have that connection. What's going to make me buy this one compared to, there's the VW ID2 coming, and then the Cooper, etc. Yeah. They're not... Mini electric. Yeah, yeah the mini electric. Yeah. I, I, I can answer that mm. question very, very simply, actually, Ron. Um, why would you buy a Renault 5 over other reasonably priced electric, small electric cars. Very Which all look quite um, good. And the answer is on the options list of the Renault 5 because it has the single greatest optional extra of any new car ever made. Um, it's called a porta baguette, which is a baguette holder. It's a wicker <laughs> It's a wicker basket. We do curry hooks. I, they do baguette box baskets. I'm not even joking. <laughs> the, the, the funny, so it's literally, uh, it's like a wicker tube mm. with a little plastic clip that clips onto the centre console. For you to put your baguette in. Wait, like the uh, the Beatles flower holder. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like on the dash. That. A little bit like. In mm. fact, when we were shooting the car in the studio, we were right. They had the baguette holder there. I was like, excellent. Um, with with flowers in it, like a bunch of I don't know daffodils in it. Um, I said that won't do. We need to get a baguette in there. Someone had to, someone had to run around and Wait. find a baguette uh, to put in our baguette holder so we could get the photo for for, for the. That magazine. must be horrible. If you were in a car curfew. Yeah, so you <laughs> it was tough. It smelled absolutely <laughs> delicious. So yeah, I've been trying to reduce my carb intake. This is not the option for me, but it's brilliant. Um, but also, what should you know? There should be some regional <laughs> elements to this because you know we don't go get up in the morning and go and buy a baguette. What should the Brits be able to place? In this holder, um, fish and chips, obviously a pint. Not, <laughs> posted you know, you know those, down there, you know those um, <laughs> giant tubes of Smarties you used to get in your stocking. Yeah, Santa, they'd fit in there. Oh. Um, how much is this option? A big salami, <laughs> pepperoni, <laughs> pepperoni. No, that would get lost. It's much. It's too deep. You'd be fishing around for your pepperoni. You'd be all over the shop. Um, kebab. Yeah, kebab. <laughs> kebab holder. It's a lane like a kebab rat. holder. Yeah. Uh, 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 umbrella. Wet umbrella. Oh, yeah, we need yeah, that. yeah. Put it in the drawers. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, mm. it is good. There's there's lots of um I, I think you might like the the Renault 5, the R5 Turbo references that they've put mm. into it. So the seats, for example, are inspired by the original R5 Turbo. The first one was 
late seventies, I think seventy eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so the shape of the seats, they're really nice actually because they're they've got got proper bolstering in them, but they're quite wide, they're quite squishy. They've got this kind of like sort of scratchy kind of mottled fabric on them that's got yellow sections and a big retro five in the middle and they're it they're, they're good they've gone to town on they've all gone the, to town on, on the, the on the interior tributes. and all the yeah all the tributes bits so cool. but is the, is the one you saw like the boggo or have they no um, of course not it was a it was a global launch of a new car this would be the um this all singing all dancing one so the one we had was yellow so you've got two <laughs> two very bright colors you can order from from scratch, mm. pop yellow and pop green, yeah, and then black, white, and dark blue. I think, which Brilliant. is to be avoided at all costs. Yeah, yeah. It needs to be so bright yellow. You or used green. to like the, the Honda E. Yes. Has this replaced the Honda E in your affections? I yes, and it's it's really interesting. I talk about that in the feature because yeah. the Honda E. Um, I sort of said as the Honda E proved because that's now off sale, isn't yeah, it? It was a re- big flop yeah. for Honda. Um, you can have all the design in the world. You can have all that retro cuteness and that sort of... Fish in, tanks. Fish <laughs> tanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seven screens across the... You top. know, that beautiful, like, open pore wood interior mm. that looked like some high-end Japanese living room. But the range was crap. It had mm. 100 miles range, mm. real world. It cost yeah. from 35 grand. It was... Yeah. Um, it was the numbers were all wrong. Mm-hmm. There must be secondhand ones now with thirty miles top range that <laughs> yeah, so you get yeah, in it's it's literally yeah, just, like, just a shopping <laughs> trolley. Yeah, gets you <laughs> <around>. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Oh yeah, I need to have a look at the because I quite fancy one. Yeah, we should have I a look at those. To, we need to have a look. Honda that's, that's just a, coming into the sweet yeah. spot, boys. <laughs> um, no, so the so this yes, it's tickling the same kind of desirability mm. boxes for me as the Honda E did but the numbers are proper so you know it's from 10 grand cheaper it goes 150 miles further WLTP mm. um, uh, it's got yeah so it's got all the retro it's a bit bigger as well mm. like the, the boot's a bit bigger the back's yeah. a bit bigger so I just think it's a it's all round it's a it's a better electric car so to answer your question it should win buyers just based on you know it's a good-looking object. It it's got the right range. It costs the right amount of money, and then there'll be all the saddos like me who buy one. But they're... hold on, you're actually a really good case currently because you're driving a Jeep Avenger, yeah. which our current electric car of the year. Yep. How does this compare? What would get you in the R5 rather than the Avenger? I think it just talks to me more. So for, for me, it's the it's the, the fact that I had a Renault Five as a first car. So it's design and heritage more than anything else, because yeah. that's what's mm. quite bad. I yeah. think now is this is what the draws are Definitely. needed to change people's like, brand. Yeah. Got to tick those boxes. It has to have, yeah, the the right size battery, the right range, mm. the right price, and then from then on in, it's pure design, isn't it? It's like what which top hat do you want to put on this skateboard? Um, and that's why I think that's what DeMeo's really good at he's like you know people require these types mm. of cars how do we dress it up yeah and what advantage does Renault have over all the Chinese manufacturers well that's that what I was just about in? to say the Chinese because okay if you don't have those things I don't have one in the past you know if you're a younger buyer whatever that's where the Chinese can come in and just bring more tech to it cheaper prices and if you're not if you don't really have any brand heritage beforehand you don't really care as a buyer you have something that looks different and has a bit more, they could wipe out all the legacy car buyers yeah. from that perspective and get new... new. And I guess that's why MG's doing pretty well, because it's a bit of both both in the MG4. Cheap, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why that's MG... That's the brand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so MG sort of leans so hard. It wants to be seen as completely British. Like, 
What do you mean Chinese? No, no, no. We are a British brand because that's the one up they've got on and all the other Chinese manufacturers that are sort yeah, of flooding yeah. into Europe at the moment. Mm. But I think, you know, Renault, they're playing a smart game. That they're, they're trying to compete. They are competing with the Chinese on price and range and, and everything else, yeah, yeah. but leveraging the fact that, you know, in the past, there's mm. they've got a load of old crap boxes that we love. Because yeah. I'm, I'm also a bit confused because <laughs> you said that this one's got the R5 turbo stuff. Oh, we had that awesome day last year or the year before. I can't remember. Time flies. Where we went and drove the R5 Turbo the electric. Homologation. The, the drift oh, one. Oh, the drift thing. Yeah, with last Ivan, year. Um, well, Fruit Corner. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but they had all of the... They had all the previous ones there. But that was a concept yeah. which isn't going to be the sporty one. Because then there's also the Alpine where we went up the Goodwood Hill oh. three abreast illegally and got shouted at. Yes. <laughs> and then there is going to be an Alpine one of these, isn't there? Yes. But is it going to be the drift car or the three-seat one? I'm, I'm a bit confused with... Where Renault going? Both. <laughs> so three seat um, I actually, So I so I put this question to to Renault and I was like, that what was it called? The Turbo Three E. Mm. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. Ollie did uh, a fantastic video on it, driving it mm. around the track. Um, so this was it was sort of uh, the the body at the centre of it all was an old. Renault 5, wasn't it? Yeah, it was designed, it was the concept car. Yeah. I think they'd started with. I'm yeah. trying to rack in then, my brain. No, but also, no, no, but uh, uh, the way the battery packs, they made it mid-engined, yeah. rear-wheel yeah. yeah. like, rear drive, drive, and, and where all the drift was. car. Yeah. So, um, I'm not sure what they told you at the time, but I was told that is still under consideration as a, as a really low-volume special. Mm. Cool. I think they've got to go for it. You know, if they only build a, a few hundred of them, yeah, that's yeah. a really... Because um, the Turbo 2 was an, was an icon for them. Yeah. And if Luca de Mayer is going to double down on his retroism, and the head, then Yeah, and that's how to get the older buyers into yeah, those. Yeah. Plus, it had GoPros for headlights, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. rubbish was like great the, for uh, But it needs 350, 400 horsepower. It needs a proper amount of power. But that's oh, easy. Yeah, that's yeah. easy, that's yeah. easy yeah. electric cars, yeah. isn't it? Couple Twin of, motor. Couple electric motors, yeah, you're away. One per rear wheel. And you're off. Oh, um, so no, actually, my uh, inside source at Renault, I shan't give away any names, was sort of saying, you know, this project is a it's an ongoing thing. It requires mm. some convincing. If you can talk about it and keep keep the conversation going, yeah. then who knows? Hey, Well, we Renault, this is us keeping that conversation so going. going. Yeah, more drift <laughs> yeah. cars. Listeners, keep the conversation <laughs> going. Threes. Get on your social, shout about the mm. Turbo 3E. We want one and we want one now. Yeah. So on a, a sort of more mainstream, yes, there's going to be an Alpine version um, of the Renault 5. Yeah. We're going to see it. They've confirmed we're going to see it in June maybe around Le Mans. And this is the A290, isn't A290. it? A290. So there was an A290 beta concept, which is the one that had, um, just for just for fun, a three-seater layout. Yeah. Clearly, the production car's not going to have a McLaren F1 three-seater layout. What? Why not? You know, other people are doing it. Bit of Speed oh. tail, Glickenhaus, yeah. McLaren, T50. It's strange it's you're possible. not in charge of a car company. <laughs> it's great it's, decisions It's, it's like amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but no, so it will be, uh, yeah, there'll be a hot hatch version. Um, uh, we, we've done some, on the new mag, you'll see on the cover, we've done an incredible photorealistic render of what that car could look like using um, the fact that we now have the production R5 to, to base it around. Um, there's also been a load of spy shots of it Testing, isn't testing it? Testing yeah, in, in the in the snow, so we've got a really good idea. It's going to keep these um, these sort of X shaped LED lights on the front of the car, sort of nod to its cool. Alpine's rallying past. That's really cool. Um, and then just a lot of blue, big wheels, um, uh, sort of bigger body kit and everything like that. Probably the still front wheel drive, still single motor. Probably the kind of two fifteen horsepower motor from the Megane. Yeah. 
e-tech, which is sort of about right for for for, for where they're pitching this car. So yeah, yeah. You want more? I, I yeah. Well, it's an A two ninety. I want two hundred and ninety brake tanks. Well, that's <laughs> now there are rumours swirling on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's more that mm. um, they could do a sort of two hundred and seventy horsepower version okay. of it as well. Because this is my slight concern because we've got this and as we have put on the cover of the magazine this month. Mm. The the hot mini, yep. Cooper SE is it Cooper called? Cooper SE, yeah. So that's two two twenty two fifteen two twenty horsepower. ID two Volkswagen ID two GTI, GTI, which looks yeah. a wicked little little yeah. thing. But I'm concerned they're all going to be fifteen, sixteen, seventeen hundred kilos. Mm. But they're going to have horsepower outputs that the sort of petrol equivalents used to have two hundred odd. Mm. And so they're not actually going to be that fast. Yeah, and, also, and they're not going to be well, the, that the, the, the Renault Five, the, the big battery Renault Five is fourteen fifty. Okay, so. Assuming that the Alpine will have the bigger battery, yeah. the motor may yeah. weigh a few kilograms more, mm. but it's going to be, yeah, 1450, 1500 okay. kilograms, so a little bit less yeah. than but that. The, but I, I take your point. Yeah. The lines in the sand have changed because, you know, with hot hatches, they're heartland mm. stuff for all of us. And, you know, when 200 horsepower, that was a, a big number back in the day. And then we started getting to the RS3s and the A45s. Mm. And then we're in the 400s or whatever, three, like high 300, 400. And then the Ionic 5 has come along as this electric hot hatch yeah, yeah. and we're at 600 horsepower. and it's like that's when 200 seems a bit yeah, paltry yeah. at that point but then mm. the way the you, you're counteracting the weight with the Ionic 5 and when you drive it where the weight is is completely different to a petrol equivalent and mm. I'm interested in these 200 horsepower hot hatches that are electric yeah. where the weight's mm. spread in a completely different place because with the Ionic 5 when the electrics is working with you and all the systems are working with you, it drives wonderfully. When you turn everything off and you start bunging it around, that weight can get quite out of hand <laughs> yeah, quite yeah, quickly. Yeah. And we ate tires yeah. like nothing. Else. But mm. you could just lose the car because yeah. it's the momentum mm. and where everything goes. Yeah. So that's why I think it'll be quite different. And yeah, do people... I'm actually quite happy that they're low, lower horsepower numbers because mm. things are just getting mm. in, insane. Yeah, yeah. But it's just whether they can make the dynamics work and the chassis mm. work with exactly. it to make them fun. Yeah, you're uh, fun. That's the crucial thing, And like, we thing, don't want it? fun as in, you know, it's got a drift button and it's got this. It's like, no, mm. just make it really good yeah. going yeah. down the just road. Which, properly. you know, it's Alpine. I'm still not quite over the Renault Sport name being thrown in the bin. I think that yeah. was a bit of a bad move. But the Alpine mm. A110, you know, they know what to do with like waiting and handling and making mm. road cars good. So yeah. hopefully yeah. they can do it for a Hopefully, yeah, yeah, it'll be a, a sort of sweet handling car. But um, If not, we just graft on an extra long um, tail onto it and then that, that's the <laughs> keep us all talking. I'm more excited about back. that than I am about that about the Mini Cooper SE, yeah. I think. Yeah. Which, because it just looks like, a, it's the next generation of Mini, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's just got more range, isn't it, from the, over the, Last Mini Electric. Yep, it's got a bit a more bit. range. So the way that Mini are sort of approaching it, it's quite interesting. They're, they're, whereas the Mini, the previous generation Mini Electric was sort of um, uh, like a separate model, wasn't it? Mm. You know, it was like it was like, it was an outlier. Now it's just split exactly down the middle, so you can have a uh, a Cooper S Electric, or you can have a Cooper E, which is a bit bit less yeah. power, or uh, you can have a petrol one, a Cooper C, or Cooper S, and it's okay. just they're, they're like it's pretty Wait, identical. On. Cooper C combustion, yeah. Cooper, Cooper C. combustion. Yeah, <laughs> What's they doing that? I'm now furiously yeah. looking through to try and find. Well, no, my, it's um, just quite interesting because mm. I've been disappointed by minis since that 250 last miles range for okay. the Cooper SE. Yeah. yeah, since that last GP. Well, I remember we were at performance car of the year at Anglesey. Oh yeah, yeah. 
And um, that was terrible. The uh, and because they used to be just be such fizzy fun things, mm. and it's kind of like BMW. It feels like they don't care about they don't that care anymore. About it, I don't and, think. Um, so any of these new electric yeah. hot hatchy ones. When I, just think when I did the um, fat ice race out at Zelamze, they had a new countryman parked next to an original Austin Mini. It would have fitted in the boot of the countryman. <laughs> you could have opened it up and shoved the little Cooper inside. Oh, it was wow. ridiculous. Anyway, yeah. we've got to wrap up. But tell us about... So Pop Green, you can get the new one in. Is that the same colour as the original? <laughs> Pretty much. It was broken down in the heart. Yeah. 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 So tell us about uh, your adventure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, well, so the idea was very simple. We've sort of... We've covered it here today, which is that there's this divide about people who care about the old Renault 5 and people who've never even heard of it. Yeah. So we were like, before we do a big glossy studio shoot with the new Renault 5 and, and talk about it all, let's try and educate those younger people on what the Renault 5 was. Mm. Super simple. Phone up Renault UK. Have you got a, a car on the Heritage fleet, uh, an old Renault 5? Mm. Yes, we do. Lovely. Well, yeah. we'll jump we, in We that. sold all our cool cars. <laughs> the, all, all, the, all the McGann's, all this, but we kept one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, jump in it, drive from uh, from West Sussex, because I just happened to be at my parents' house that weekend. And, doing your uh, washing. Do, yeah, do, yeah do, <laughs> doing my washing, getting, getting a roast dinner inside me. And, um, and then head, head over to Paris for the reveal of the new mm. one. Nice and simple. So uh, Renault uh, wheeled out the car. They, they totally went through it. They, and this, this thing is uh, 1978. Um, it's a original, so it's a Mark One TL. Yeah, one liter, forty-four horsepower engine. Oh, yeah, it's lovely. It's yeah. it's beautiful. If you if you go on my um, Instagram channel, I did a little walk around video of it on the driveway mm. before it broke. Um, and yeah, so they when delivered it to my parents' house. High. Woke up at five a.m. on Monday morning. Yeah, because we had to just the timing didn't work. Otherwise, John Witchley. He was there because he lives just in Brighton, so he came down. We got some nice shots of it, moody shots of me sort of like driving out of my parents' garage. Lovely stuff. And we were Great off. for right move. You know yeah, when yeah. they come to sell it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, set off uh, to Paris and broke down 14 miles from my parents' house. <laughs> That's old school motoring at its finest. So, yeah, it Issue? basically... What was the issue? So the issue was um, fueling. I mean, there's nothing ah, else to There's like, no fuel going into no, it. Yeah. The, 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 um, so I had to call up the, the Renault techs who had delivered the car to come mm. back and like rescue us. So what was the, what was the situation? Were you hounding down the fast yeah. lane at 80 so you know, miles an hour? You know when you're in an old car <laughs> and, you, and you start off and, and you sort of, you, you, you pull onto the motorway and you, you go up to 50 and you're mm. like, okay, this, this feels good. And you've only got four four speed manual. Yeah. Um, then you sort of, you know, push on to 60 and you're like, well, nothing seems to be vibrating to 70. Let's have a go. And then you're like, 70. Absolutely Jeez. fine. It's doing fine. Um, so there you go. I'm at the speed limit doing 70. And then, yeah, slight cough, slight hiccup, bit loss of power. Mm, think I need to start veering over towards the hard shoulder. Loss of power. Engine cuts on the hard shoulder. It's been years <laughs> since I've been on the hard shoulder. It's terrifying, isn't it? <laughs> Were you on a smart yeah. motorway or a dumb one? There was nothing smart about this motorway. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, well, it's terrifying. But no, basically, the, the yeah, the carburetor was, there was some sort of blockage with the fuel mm. and he couldn't, he needed, um, he needed pressurised air to sort of blow the whole thing through. Yeah. Um, but, so yeah, so <laughs> we had to uh, <laughs> abandon the car. We could, then got a lift to Paris um, in the back of a Renault Austral, which, by the way, um, 
getting in the back of that was like getting in the back of a Rolls Royce. It was like it was so high tech and comfortable and like, whoa, have you seen this thing? Um, after being in the Renault 5. Got the lift all the way to Paris, made it in, term, uh, in time for the sort of reveal event of the new one, did all our stuff with that. And then the next day, um, magically, mm-hmm. the Renault 5 was fixed and waiting for us in a little town just north of Paris <laughs> called, called Baron, which you shot at before. I've shot at before. Which in fact, you did... shot outside the same bakery that yeah. I did. I yeah. had a Citroen GS at the time. Yeah. You had a Renault 5. I had a Renault 5. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a sort of quintessential French town. Hold on, what's the been... baguette holder in the old one? Uh, your just, passenger just the seat the seat yeah the, <laughs> the seat, seat or just stuff yeah. it down the front of your trousers up to you. <laughs> well, you do that all the time don't you <laughs> anyway on that note we should probably wrap up that's the Renault 5 everybody yeah, uh, yeah. Th- there is a well it's front and centre of the uh, next issue which yep. is on sale soon yep. or out now just, uh, it's on Apple News. <laughs> We're not quite it's, yeah, sure. No, it's I can tell you when it's on oh, sale. Today. Come on, let's do this properly. Um, March the sixth, um, the new the new mag is is out and on sale. Um, yeah, so uh, everything you need to know about the new Renault Five, me breaking down in an old one, um, and the sort of future of the hot hatch is mm-hmm. all. Um, uh, yeah, it's all looked at in there. Loads of stuff going on. And if you Good. want videos, there's videos on YouTube yep. about it. And uh, if you want to hear more about it, just start this episode again and then you can hear all the, what we've talked <laughs> about again. Or ask us some questions. Yeah, ask us some questions. <laughs> Good thing. Um, yeah. Um, so, actually, should we do a Spotify question on it? Yes. What? Um, actually, why don't we ask about... Accessories. You know, yes. Ex- other Anything other other accessories they should have fitted to, a, to the Renault 5. That's very we'll good. We'll come up with them. There'll be a poll for there. Um, mm. All right. Yeah. Renault 5. We, we, Renault 5. Done. Dundo. Um, I think we stayed on topic, didn't we? Sort of. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah, yeah. Of I'm just going to start thinking about other cars that you can put rear ends to. Wouldn't a Porsche 918 be awesome if you could put a long tail <laughs> on the back of that? I think everything everything looks better with a long tail. Yeah. Let's get mm. sketching. All yeah. right. Thanks for listening. Catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Top Gear Magazine podcast. Hope you enjoyed that. And don't forget to subscribe, to leave us a review, to leave us a star rating. But also check out what is in the rest of the feed because as well as interviews, we've got our monthly uh, behind the curtain look into the issues that we make. And also there's some new audio tidbits coming. So like Jack says, subscribe. Subscribe.